The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets, and regardless of the outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with just one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins, joined with our hosts. we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing good. I had a few nights uh, since the last show, but I can't forget, coming off a hot streak there, it was a hot day in Philadelphia today, I think up to 79 degrees Fahrenheit for you, you Americans there. So, hoping to stay hot here heading into Tuesday. I thought he was going off about his picks already, he doesn't can't wait. <laughs> Oh, I'm hanging in there myself. Uh, I'm glad we didn't lose three games in a row there. I mean, the Isles are still in it here. We're late in the third period. They might have a ferocious comeback here, but Godspeed. They uh, hold on and uh, finally win a game. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a pretty, pretty crazy week for me. Uh, my gambling week has been a lot like today. For the past 24 hours in Toronto, uh, it was about 16 degrees yesterday and sunny as shit. Absolutely beautiful. It was raining this morning and it was snowing by five o'clock when I came home from work. So I don't fucking know what the hell is going on. Um, uh, but yeah, it's been good. Uh, before we get going here, everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. March Madness is right in the midst. It's been absolutely insane. Uh, pretty crazy golf tournament happened this week. You know, we have the players coming up next week. Uh, tons of information on the USFL. They just dropped their schedule. A lot of people looking forward to that, uh, including myself. And of course, tons of hockey picks. So get your ass to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, place to be. Try and win some money, man. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're not in the fucking Slack group, I don't know. We say it every show. If you're not in there by now, I don't know what to tell you. But if you're a new listener, get your ass in the Slack group, man. Especially the hockey channel. It's an absolute blast. Uh, it's been on fire the past couple days. And, you know, it's always good to see it uh, firing up over the weekend, too. Yeah, there's some good value picks in there, too. I think last week, uh, Joel threw in there his Austin Matthews for Hart pick, and now now those odds are down. Shesterkin for, for Hart's down as well. So you're missing out on on some good value bets there. And, uh, you know, I think we have a, a review this week from one of our Slack members. So uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review for the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, let us know what you think. Let us know how much you love us or if you hate us or, or whatever there. So, And also give us a follow on uh, Twitter at HockeySGPN. Trying to put out some uh, clips, some graphics, whatnot. Let us know what you think there as well. But give us a follow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. If you're on Twitter, 
Hit up the Twitter, yo, at Hockey uh, SGPN. Ryan's always been pumping out some good shit on there. It's been a lot of fun. That little uh, design you did this week for our locks and shit, I was like, oh, yeah. that looks awesome. Love that. That's a quality content you get. Uh, all right, boys, we'll jump into our uh, our mortal locks from last show here. Fuck, Ryan, kick us off, buddy. Ooh. You killed it. Ooh, it's, it's heating up here in Philly. 3-0, uh, and oh, my lock, I had the wild in regulation. Minus 135 against my Philadelphia Flyers. It looked like the Flyers were going to screw me there, but they gave up two quick goals in the third period, so the Wild took a lead. They held on to it. On my dog, I had the Canucks, barely a dog, plus 100 against the Islanders. Pretty sure that was a relatively easy win. Uh, they, won, they won 4-3, uh, got, got, the, got the winning goal in the third period, so that was fine. And then my total was the uh, Canadians Flames over six. The Canadians scored five themselves in a 5-4 overtime win, so that was an easy win there. Good to get a a three and zero show here. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, for myself, I went two and one, but I missed on my lock, which is the Oilers uh, against the Blackhawks. They uh, they tied it late. It was a uh, what was it three to two? They tied it late and uh, sent it to overtime. Uh, but unfortunately, they they lost in overtime. I think Patrick Kane had something to do with that. I don't remember. Um, my dog was the Penguins against the Lightning, plus 150. I thought that line was just too high. And, uh, yeah, they were actually the better team in that game. Um, so a nice winner there. And then the total was the, the Knights, Bruins, over five and a half. It was a, a slow start, but the, the scoring really kicked off in the third. So uh, I ended up being comfortable, uh, thanks to the, the Knights pulling their goal with, like, five minutes left and then uh, getting a few more goals after that. So... Yeah, two and one. I'll take it, even if I uh, lose the lock. I had a tough goal, boys. I had Carolina money line versus Washington minus one thirty-five. <laughs> Washington beat the wheels off the Hurricanes for nothing. I had to be honest; I did not see that coming. Carolina looked like you know a bunch of duds the entire game. Well, that's that's okay. What can you do? Uh, for my dog, did hit though. I had Chicago money line versus Edmonton. Uh, Joel touched on it. Game did go to overtime. Was was stressing that one out because I need I didn't want to go over three. So thank God that, uh, that the Blackhawks came through for me there. Uh, and then my total, I was really disappointed at this. It wasn't even close. I had Ottawa, Florida over six point five at a minus one twenty. Uh, what was that? Three nothing game for Florida. Ottawa only had six, like eighteen shots on net. Normally they're good for one or two, eh? Like, but even that, um, I believe Forsberg had something like forty six saves or whatever that game. So he stood on his head. Florida probably could have even got it close to uh, covering that on their own if that hadn't been the case. But it's still seven goals, so I needed some scoring from both teams. Uh, so, yeah, one and three for me, man. I went uh, down minus one and a half points. Ryan went up plus 3.35 points. Comeback season, bud. And uh, Jolie had a nice even day at uh, plus 0. 0.33 points. So we're starting to starting to get a little bit closer here. We'll, uh, we'll get back into the final numbers a bit further along in the show. Uh, we will move into our NHL news and discussion topic. So we've had a little bit going on around the league since last time we spoke. We'll jump into some news out of Edmonton here. Uh, the Oilers officially placed Tyson Berry on the injury reserve after that noted uh, Chicago game with an upper body injury. Uh, they're playing right now. You know, Tyson Berry's a pretty solid offensive defenseman. I think he quarterbacks the power play too, right? So that, uh, that might be a little bit of a loss for Edmonton here. Yeah, I think it's been uh, between him and Darnell Nurse on the top power play unit. But yeah, I mean, they... They're already a team that kind of lacks defensemen, so now they have uh, Cody Cece on the top pairing. Evan Bouchard's been a pretty good, pretty good, good guy for them this season. He's on the second pair with Duncan Keith, but and defense is going to be their their main flaw if that that is their main flaw, as well as forward depth. So missing out on any any defenseman at all, especially one of their top ones, is going to be something to watch moving forward. 
Well, I can tell you that their defense won't get any worse because uh, that guy does not want to play any defense, as Talon can uh, also tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, they do lose a bit going forward, and of course he's an important member of that second power unit. But yeah, it, it uh, hopefully it won't be for too long, and uh, hopefully they, uh, for their sake, they make the playoffs and he can make the difference there. All right, moving down here, uh, some news coming. And this is interesting. This just dropped, I think, about like an hour or so ago, two hours ago when I saw it. Uh, New Jersey Devils GM Tom Fitzgerald says P.K. Subban will not be re-signed next year and could be moved by the deadline. Uh, P.K. is currently in the last year of an eight-year contract with a $9 million cap hit that he signed back when he was in Montreal. I don't know, boys. Like, if New Jersey's willing to kind of eat some salary here, or maybe there's like a three-team deal to help kind of fit uh, PK's nine million under the cap hit. Obviously, he's not the same PK of old, but he could be a boost for a playoff contending team here, no? I I guess it, it, like is is he still good? I really don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Devils games. I guess he's he's still a name for people to go after. Maybe he can help out on the power play or something like that. Maybe maybe it could be a good depth depth addition there. But yeah, there's gonna be a lot of defensemen on the market. I mean Pekan Subban's gonna be a big name, so he's gonna be one one to watch out for. Yeah, uh, he's not good. He's not good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the trade with the uh the Predators and the Canadians where Subban went down to Nashville and uh Shane Weber went up to Montreal and everyone were ridiculed the Canadians for that trade. But in the end I, I think it was kind of a wash. Maybe even uh, they got the better of it. Um, with how Weber helped that team down the, even down the stretch when he wasn't good either. But uh, yeah, Subban actually, you could argue that he he aged worse than him in the last few years. So yeah, sucks to see Eddie. He was a good player in his day, always uh, a character on and off the ice. But uh, yeah, if, if the Devils uh, aren't resigning him, you can you can <laughs> you can imagine that he's not going to demand a big uh, asset in order to uh, attain him. All right, moving down here. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, but this was absolutely awesome. Um, Dallas Stars forward Jason Robertson, back-to-back hat-trick games versus Winnipeg and Nashville over the past two or three days. That's sick, dude. For a guy to get a hat-trick in any game is absolutely incredible, but to get a hat-trick two games in a row, that's freaking nuts. It's Minnesota, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was the first game. I think he won in an overtime after a very long shift, but I'm taking nothing away from him, but it's just against uh the one against minnesota it was the second empty netter for the stars so it was kind of pushing it a little bit and people say like oh should you count empty net goals towards hatricks or whatever should there be an asterisk or whatever yeah fucking count it. he scored two before that unless there's two empty netters there good for him fucking crazy i think he has 100 points in 101 career games now or something he had yeah 100 points in 101 career games almost two a point per game player. I mean, he's he's one of these young guys that like really no one's talking about. He's been great over the past two seasons. Still 22 years old, so he could be a, a big part of this Dallas Stars future. Yeah, he took it out against Minnesota because uh, he got robbed of the Calder with that old fuck Kaprizov taking it instead of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was on uh, the Stars in both games, so uh, excited for the kid. Uh, he helped me win some money, and uh, yeah, he's got a long career ahead of him, and. Uh, he should help the stars uh, rebuild after their their old farts uh, retire and move on. I didn't even realize he was a second round draft pick in uh, 2017. Eh? So it looks like a couple teams passed on him. They'll uh, be kicking themselves in the ass looking back now. He's been developing good. All right, boys, that covers our NHL news and discussion topics here. Oh, fuck, we got 11 games coming up tomorrow for Tuesday, March 8th. Boys, we ready to go or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're, I was going to say, is he bringing back the oh, yeah? How are we doing? 
It was, it was such such a big hit last week. I had to bring yeah. it back. You, com- you committed, eh? You committed? <laughs> All right. Well, jump right into here. First game of the, the docket at 7 p.m. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Uh, Vegas on the money line paying off minus 175. Philadelphia on the money line plus 145. Uh, Vegas on the puck line also at plus 145. Over-under sitting at 6. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, take it away here, bud. What do you got? Yeah, I, I took against my Flyers uh, last show. My lock was the Wild and Regulation. And, you know, I'm, I'm feeling kind of similarly here. Vegas had a big win on uh, Sunday night. Jack Eichel got the win with like five seconds left. Got a power play goal to, to beat the Sens 2-1. It was a much closer game than it should have been against Ottawa. Vegas is kind of turning on here a bit. One, three of their past four. Flyers did win their past last game on Saturday afternoon against Chicago. But, like, Chicago's not very good. So, and the Flyers have not been good uh, after wins uh, this season so far, especially recently. But I, I do like the under in this game. It is going to be Carter Hart starting. It was Martin Jones on over the weekend. Uh, you got Robin Lanner. And uh, the under is 5-1-1 one, one in the last seven Vegas road games. Five of seven overall have gone under. And uh, following a win, the Flyers have had five of six under in their past six. And prior to the past two games when they played against Minnesota, who had Cam Talbot in that, who was not playing well at all. And last game when they had Martin Jones, they had three straight unders, including only scoring three goals in those three games. So I could see a Vegas like 3-1, 4-1 win here. I really like the under six. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Ryan in the, in the Knights pick, especially uh, first game of a road trip. You always want to take the – you always want to lean that way. It's a strong angle to play the road team on their uh, first game. They want to get that trip off to a good start. And uh, the Knights are actually better on the road than they are at home. Um Sixteen and nine, uh, compared to about five hundred at home. So uh, I like the Knights here. They're getting desperate. They got to make the playoffs um, in order to uh, uh, activate Mark Stone and uh, make that whole that whole controversial decision worthwhile. Uh, I I kind of lean the over, uh, but the fact is that the Knights are playing better defense lately. And uh, yeah, the Flyers you can't trust them to score a lot. So I'll, I'll probably stay away from that. But a much stronger play here would be the Knights, maybe in the regulation or uh, money line, however you want to do it. Yeah, Joel said it right there. I think the Knights' regulation is probably your best value for your buck here. Uh, I don't see any reason why they can't go in and win this game in regulation. Uh, I do kind of like the under, though, man. Like, Philly's had a tough time scoring goals this year, everybody knows. And I don't know, Vegas averaging 3.16 goals a game, that doesn't really the right home for me either. But with the push and play at the six, I don't mind that at minus 110. Uh, although boys, Philadelphia is on a on a crazy one game winning streak here. I don't know. The boys are hot. They're rolling. Uh, <laughs> they're flying. Uh, they're flying. There you oh. go. Like <laughs> right now is the perfect time to bet on basketball, and WinBet is helping you cash. All users can receive a ten dollar free bet when they win, lose, or push a twenty dollar four leg f- parlay on basketball between Monday and Thursday. All users can also receive a $50 free bet when they win, lose, or push four $50 or more bets on Saturday and Sunday basketball games. Weekend bonus play can be used toward all the upcoming college basketball action as well as the NBA. And for new WinBet casino customers, they're now offering a 100% first deposit match up to $1,000. That's right, 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
there are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Colorado on the money line paying off minus 215. Devils on the money line plus 175. Colorado on the puck lines paying off plus 120. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, Joel, take it away here, bud. What do you got? Well, update uh, the Avalanche won five to four after a very strong Holy push. Shit. From New York, so I was a little sweat, sweating that a little bit, but pulled off the uh, win in the end. So that's all that matters. Now they're on a, a back-to-back, but uh, they're doing the old Tony Soprano trip, just going from uh, the city down to Jersey. Uh, so not too far, and they're playing the better goalie now. They'll have Kemper and Nett, um, who's been playing a lot better, of course, than he did early in the season. Um, yeah, clearly we saw today, even against the Islanders' strong defensive team, they could just... They could just light it up. Um, poor old uh, Varlamov didn't have a, a great third period there against his old team. Although, looking at his numbers, he made like 45 saves. So, you, you can't put it all on him. Uh, it's just the Avs offense is that good. Uh, five on three helped a lot too. But point is, the Devils are not the Islanders in terms of defense. So, uh, all over the Avs here. That, the team total will be like four and a half. I'll still like the over because uh, uh, Nico Dawes or Gillies or Schmidt or whoever – uh, is going to be a net there. It is not good. It's not good. So, yeah, Avs team total, Avs puck line. You know what we're going to do. I got to say, Town, that was a much better uh, New Jersey accent than your uh, Vancouver one there <laughs> show. So, so, so props for that. That's not hard uh, to beat, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I like the under in this game. I like it a lot less after that third period because it was 1-1 going into the third. So, I could see that. I still I still like it here, for, though, because Darcy Kemper, like you said, he's been the better goalie since Christmas. He's 14-1-2 with a 9-2-7 save percentage and only 42 goals against in 20 games. Uh, Nico Dawes has been kind of coming into his own there for the Devils. In his past five starts, he's allowed 12 goals, 9-2-5 save percentage. So I could see, could see an under game here, especially uh, Avalanche on a back-to-back, trying to slow things down. Uh, they're 4-0-1 to the under in their last four, last five, third game in three and four days. 6-0 to the under in their last uh, fourth game in four and six situation. And 4-0 to the under in their last four on no days rest. So Devils have been back-to-back unders as well their past two games. They've been limiting their opponents to, to one or two goals, three goals there. Devils had some scoring issues after their outburst against Vancouver. They scored seven. They've only scored seven since then in their past three games. So Arlington the under here, and I'm not really sure if there's 
too much value on the Avalanche Avalanche money line, but I would lean that way as well. Yeah, I like the Avalanche puck line here. Like you kind of have to take them. Um, I don't really see New Jersey keeping this close. Maybe they will though. You know, can't rule them out. Um, as far as over under go, like it's kind of tough. You know, out of out of spirits of two former excellent goalies, probably two of the best goalies that have ever played in the past thirty years, Patrick Waugh and Martin Brodeur. I'm going to take the under here, just out of the spirit of those guys. Maybe we'll have an under game. Maybe fucking John Gillies will channel his inner, uh, his inner fucking Martin Brodeur or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it happening, but just for shits and giggles, I'll take the under. That's cool. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Florida Panthers against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, this could be a top game of the day, man. Holy shit. Uh, game itself is in Pittsburgh. Florida on the money line paid up minus 115. Pittsburgh on the money line minus 105. Over under is sitting at 6.5. Uh, both over under paying off minus one ten. Ooh, gentlemen, 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 do we have a shootout here? Like, I don't know. Like Bobrovsky's on been playing unreal this year. Tristan Jari's been next level too, especially as of late. I'm going to take a gamble, and I'm going to take a flyer out on the over at six point five. I want to see some goals in this game. I, it could easily be a goalie game. It could easily be a low scoring playoff type affair. Uh, over 6.5 is definitely what we're going to be leaning to. And also, I'll ride with the Panthers here, man. They're on a three-game winning streak. You know, maybe they can uh, maybe they can go in and make it four against a tough Pittsburgh team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Bobrovsky starting. He hasn't been as great over the past 10 games or so since he was. Before that, Jari has, has been incredible. So you may, maybe could see a goal a game here. But I lean to Pittsburgh here. We, we've seen the, the uh, road Panthers come out before and, and come out flat. They're on a back-to-back. They, they've won three in a row, but, I mean, it was against Ottawa, Detroit, and then tonight in Buffalo. In the first period, they got outshot like 11-3 or something. So a better team like the Penguins will be able to take advantage of that. Also, it's going to be Tristan Jari, not Craig Anderson in that. So there's not going to be as easy <laughs> opportunities uh, for the Panthers to score. They're also th- only 3-3-1 three, three, and one on back-to-backs this season and 1-6 in their last seven of the fourth game in six-day situation. Uh, Pittsburgh's had... Three days off. They're six zero and one on uh, six one and zero on three three days off this season. And Pittsburgh won the first matchup in a shootout back in November. So I'm going going with the the rested Penguins here, who who won three of their past four, had a tough overtime loss in Carolina on a back to back, but coming back home had a few days off. I think them at minus one hundred five is is great value. Yeah, I think um, I'm on your side there too. I'm I'm going to take the Penguins as well. Uh, Panthers are just not the same team on the road as they are at home. I mean, they're still only a 500 club away from their building, uh, as opposed to 25 and six at home. That that that's more than an anomaly. That that tells you there's something different going on. It's a big enough sample size there. Uh, yeah, I think the Penguins have the kind of team that can slow the Panthers down. They have the goaltending. Uh, yeah, the, the pe- Penguins are healthy now. We got. Uh, Crosby, Malk, and all the boys back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, they just have a good matchup edge there in terms of uh, slowing the game down, which might lead to that under you're talking about. But, yeah, I, I like Pittsburgh here. And this might be a case where you actually see money go uh, on the the team on a back-to-back. Usually it's the other way around. So you might get a better number, actually, on the Penguins. Might even get to uh, uh, some less money there. So uh, check it out. This is not one that I'm willing to run to the window right away to bet. So uh, we'll see where the line goes. But, yeah, I think I can get away with waiting on Pittsburgh and uh, 
get some value there. But yeah, but I think Penguins have the better chance to win this game. All right, moving out of the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got a banger here, boys. We got the Arizona Coyotes against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City in Detroit. Arizona on the money line is paying off plus 150. Detroit on the money line, minus 180. Uh, over under sitting at 5.5. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. All right, everything in this game screams take Detroit. Detroit's home record, 16-11-3, should looks okay, man. They've been struggling a little bit at home lately, but they're playing Arizona, right? It should be no problem, right? Wrong! Give me the fucking desert, dogs. I love the Yotes on this game. Currently on a two-game winning streak. They got a terrible away record at 7-15-3. Uh, doesn't matter. Boys, what goes good with a what goes good when you got an order of wings? What's the best thing to go with wings? Is it a beer? Is it like a whiskey? Wrong. It's a fucking cup of steaming hot vag milk. Give me the fucking <laughs> yotes. Plus 150 as a road dog. Let's go, baby. I, was wondering, no where I was wondering <laughs> yeah. where you're going with that, but uh, I'm, I'm glad you went that direction. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely works. Yeah, this is just a, a complete garbage game. I'm not sure if there's a toilet flush sound effect on the Talon soundboard, but this is just, that's the sound of a shitty game right there. Uh, Coyotes, they've been pesky recently. They've won three of their past four. They beat the Avs. Detroit's kind of been shitty. They've they've lost uh, four of their past five. But they're back at home where, where they are better. But they shouldn't be minus 180 against anyone. So if I'm going to bet this game, it's going to be the Coyotes at, at plus 150. Yeah, it's asking a lot to uh, take the minus 180. But it, it's fucking Arizona. Come on. Uh, this team is not good. They only they only play up to their competition when it's like a Toronto or an Avalanche coming into town. Uh, they they're not gonna get up for the Red Wings game. Um, yeah, they 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 stomped the 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 Senators there. That that was a nice, lovely uh, eight to five game where they probably equaled their uh, season tally of goals. So uh, I don't think that they'll be matching that here in Detroit, where they are actually pretty stingy defensively. And they can also put the puck in the net with their uh, young studs and Sider and Raymond. And uh, Bertuzzi, of course, still firing away. Um, yeah, just uh, I, I like Red Wings here a lot, actually. Give me them in uh, regulation. You can find that around minus 115. So that that's where I'm looking. I don't think that uh, um, we should be on the, the freaking Coyotes here, uh, given their uh, woeful team. Um, yeah, it takes a lot for me to get to a place where I want to back Detroit. But uh, if you got the Coyotes rolling into town, then I'll, then I'll do it. All right, moving down to 7.30 p.m. slot again. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Uh, Seattle on the money line is paying off plus 210. Toronto on the money line, minus 250. Uh, Leafs on the puck line is paying off minus 110. Over under is sitting at 6.5. Uh, over paid off minus 105. The under minus 115. Man, I want so hard in my hearts of hearts to take the under in this game. I want to see Jack Campbell just go in there and be absolutely unreal. But I just can't do it right now. I feel like I'm giving money away if you're taking the under in this. Nine of the past 10 Leafs games have had over six goals in it. And most of the time you've been looking at like eight or nine or ten or ten for one team or something stupid like that. Uh, Yeah, the real only play here is the over uh, minus 105 sitting at 6.5. I'll take a little sprinkle on Leafs puck line too, minus one ten, as well as Leafs team total. This team scores goals, man. It's what they do. You got to look to the over here. I mean, you got Grubauer hasn't been great. 
Toronto, we know about their goaltending woes recently on a back-to-back, so maybe they'll try to control things a little bit more, but I don't know how much they can control their goal, goalie being a lot better because they just haven't been recently. They, they they clawed out a win against the Blue Jackets 5-4, lost to Vancouver 4-6-4, we gave up five against Buffalo. I mean, it's just it's just not a good time right, right now in Toronto, but... I still can't take Seattle. I, I would lean to Toronto, maybe a Toronto team total, or just just look for the over in the game. Uh, Toronto won 6-2 in Seattle back on February 14th, so we could see a similar outcome tonight. I do like the first period over one and a half. It's hit in seven of the past ten Leafs games, uh, including against Columbus. They they went up 3-0 in the first, I believe, and it hit in eight of the past ten cracking games. So take the over in the first period over as well. I learned recently that... Uh... I can't pick a side in Leafs games, whatever side I pick, whether on or against them, it loses. So instead, lately, I've been just betting uh, against the goaltending and defense, and I do that by betting over, and I bet the team total of their opponent, and it's working out like a dream. And I'm doing the same thing here. Even though the Kraken are not uh, an offensive juggernaut by any means, uh, they can do enough against a a very shaky uh, Jack Campbell who does not have his confidence about him, and uh, he's a goalie who needs that to succeed. And, uh, yeah, without Jake Muzzin in there, their defense is uh, lacking a bit, though that new Russian kid is, is turning out pretty well, actually. Um, Libushkin and uh, <laughs> and uh, Rasmus Sandin, he, he was out today with an illness, so that'll probably carry over. I don't think we'd see him uh, on Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, tired, tired Leafs team. They uh, they got tested by the Blue Dragons today. Um Almost blew another three-goal lead, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we could see something similar uh, tomorrow. Either they let the Kraken in early or they let them in late. But either way, the Kraken are getting to three goals plus. All right, moving down to the 8 p.m. slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Dallas on the money lines paying off plus 105. Nashville on the money lines paid off minus 125. Over under sitting at 5.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, this is uh, these are two teams that are battling out pretty hard for wild card spots, even uh, even just regular playoff spots out here in the uh, in the Western Conference. There was one point separating this team. They both played 55 games. This is going to be tight, man. I see. I kind of see like a playoff hockey game here. We're going to see, you know, some decent offensive chances, but more importantly, we're going to see some defense and we're going to see some goaltending, I believe. So I love the under 5.5 in this game. I really wish it was six. I would love it even more if it was. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the under here. Give me UC Saros having a day. First of all, I want to pat ourselves on the back for calling the uh, over and the draw on the, the Dallas-Winnipeg <laughs> game on Friday. That, that was a fucking great call there. And yeah, this is another matchup I, I, I kind of hate. I don't really know what to make of the Dallas Stars, especially on the road, even though they did just beat win in Minnesota and in Winnipeg. I mean, they, they lost in Nashville, what, five games ago, February 24th, 2 100 shootout. So like like Talon said, I'd, I'd probably lean to the under here. You got Jake Ottinger playing very well. UC Saros is playing very well as well. Uh, save percentage both over 920. So yeah, it's going to be a battle here for for playoff positioning, and and it's going to be good. I'd probably take for a side. I, I would lean lean Dallas to, to the to the plus money just because they've won four straight and five of six. But I would lean to the under even more. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page as you guys. Um, the stars are fighting for their playoff lives, and the Preds are getting a little complacent. Um, I expect them to pick it up further down the season, but. 
for now, you got to ride the hot hand. That's the stars. Uh, you guys said everything I was going to say, so I don't know what else to do. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll be betting the side, or I mean the total, just because uh, the stars' uh, power play is hot. And, uh, and the, yeah, the, the, the Preds, they've been a little leaky lately, too. They're not playing the best defense, but, yeah, that's just a pass for me. But, uh the side, I'll probably bet Dallas has a dog here. I like that. Um, uh, yeah, give me the stars. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. All right, heading down to the APM slot again. We got the New York Rangers against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, New York on the money line is playing out plus 125. Minnesota on the money line, minus 145. Over-under is sitting at 6. Over-paid out, minus 105. The under, minus 115. Uh, Ryan, back to you here, dude. Boys, I, I got two words for you. Igor Shostorkin. It's just, as long Igor? as he's starting. Igor. What, Igor, Igor? What, <laughs> Igor Shostorkin. I, I, I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> as long Fogg. as he start. As long as he's starting, you, you take the Rangers, especially especially as dogs here. I mean, they've they've won three in a row. He he's stolen games left and right for them. I mean, and the Wild right now they're just not a good team. They they're uh, lost six to seven, eight to ten. Only two wins in that stretch were in Philadelphia, and we know how how uh, poor the Flyers are playing. And also they beat Edmonton when uh, it was a back to back for the Oilers with Mike Smith starting. So. Minnesota has been really bad defensively, really giving up four more goals in a lot of the recent games. So I like the Rangers here with, with Shesterkin in net. Take them here at plus 125. Possibly look at the under six, too. It's going to be rare you're going to get a, a, a total at six with Shesterkin playing. But the Wild have been up a lot of goals. So I would just stick with the Rangers at a plus 125. Yeah, again, I'm on the same page here. Uh the Wild have just been bad since the All-Star break, and that a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're not getting these freaking lucky, crazy-ass, come-from-behind wins like they used to, except against uh, Ryan's Flyers there. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that, that, that was a good thing for him. He, he said he was, take it. Yeah. he was at the game, sweating out the, the, 
the mm-hmm. team that was playing his team. So that's a true D-Gen move right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the Rangers, they're not going to let that happen to them. They're going to get a lead and they're going to protect it thanks to the best goal in the league right now. And uh, a, a defense that is doesn't have great underlying numbers, but clearly they're doing something right because uh, um, Sturkin can't do everything on its own. Um, and yeah, they can strike from the power play too, having the the fifth best power play in the league and the the Wild are the twenty fourth. So that's a clear matchup advantage there. Uh, even though they got a Dama back, uh, the the Wild will be missing Jordan Greenway. So that's another little piece missing. And another thing too is that the Wild they 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 had a crazy high uh, shooting percentage earlier in the season, and uh, that was bound to regress, and it started to happen now. So, and yeah, I don't think that's going to improve against uh, a goalie like Shesterkin. So, I like the Rangers at a great price of plus one twenty-five. I wouldn't be surprised to see that come down. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page here, boys. Uh, New York has to be the play here. I love the Rangers. Currently sitting on a three-game winning streak as well, and they've looked. Good while they're doing it, man. Uh, as well, like you said, man, like how do you go wrong with Igor Shosturkin? Uh, save percentage <laughs> over 0.942. Uh, so the under is definitely the lean here at six, paying off minus 115. Um, as well, keep in mind, boys, we got uh, Cam Talbot playing his old team here, right? So maybe if he does get the start, if it is going to be Talbot, but, uh, you know, maybe the hockey gods will kind of chime in and uh, he'll have himself a good game too. So that just makes me like the under even more. Uh, that's the play, though. New York Rangers and the under. Let's go Igor Shosturkin. <laughs> uh, moving down to 8 p.m. We got the Ottawa Senators against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Ottawa on the money line is paid off plus 237. St. Louis money line minus 295. Uh, St. Louis on the puck line is paying off minus 115. Over under sitting at 6. Over paid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Jolie, take it away here, bud. Uh, give me the sense. I think that this Oof. is a, a very <laughs> tempting number here at a plus 237. Um, and the Blues, I think that they're a little bit fraudulent, um, especially in the regular season here. Uh, maybe they turn around with the playoffs when their their uh, bigger bruising style uh, means more. But for now, I'm, I'm fine fading them a little bit. I'm not a believer in Huso still, even though he's hot right now. Um, and there's a chance we'll get a... Maybe Bennington for a game against Ottawa. Maybe they'll give old Villy a rest. Uh, yeah, the Sens, they've been in some games. They all, they took it down to the wire against the Knights. They had a, a late goal go against them in that one. Um, they, of course, got killed by the, the Coyotes, but that was just a weird one. And we know that the Sens don't play well as favorites, so you got to take them as a big, juicy dog. That's when they're at their best. That's why we call them the pesky Sens. So, yeah, I, I like the, the Sens a lot here. Uh Team total and on the money line. Maybe maybe puck line too if you want to be a little safer. But for me, I'm going all in. You know, the the Blues heard us talking shit, and over the over the past ten games, they have the third best expected goals for a percentage, uh, third best expected goals against per sixty minutes, and, and they're in the top uh, top twelve expected goals for per sixty minutes. I mean, they're not getting the results recently. They, they've lost three straight. They lost in in New York twice, Rangers and Islanders, and also lost in overtime. To the Devils, but now now they're back at home where they're uh, a much better team. They're 19-6-2. I don't know if that warrants such a big line here at minus 295. It'll probably be minus 300, if not a lot higher by puck drop, but I, I can't bet on the sense here. I mean, maybe they're worth, worth a flyer at, at plus 250 or higher if they get there, but the Blues are, are the way to look there. I, I would look at the puck line as well. Uh, Ottawa has the second worst expected goals 
four percentage over the past 10 games, 42 percent. Uh, St. Louis beat them 5-2 just nine games ago, February 15th. Uh, the Blues' last 10 wins have been by at least two goals, and the Sens' three of their past five losses have been by at least two goals. So if the Blues are going to win, it's going to be on the puck line. So take the puck line at minus 115. Yeah, I want to ride the Sens so hard here. I really want to. But I just can't do it. I'm right there with you, Ryan. Everything you just said. I love St. Louis on the puck line here. Like you said, these guys played like three weeks ago. Uh, it was a 5-2 finish for St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis, like you said, a lot of their past wins have been by two goals. A lot of Sens past losses have been by two goals. So realistically, you have to take St. Louis puck line here. Uh, moving down to the 8 p.m. slot again. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Uh, sorry, Tampa Bay money lines paid off minus 165. Winnipeg money lines at plus 140. Tampa Bay on the puck line plus 145. Uh, over under sitting at six. Over paid off minus 115. The under minus 105 here. Did Tampa play today? I'm trying to see. Are they on a back to back? No. Nope. No. Well, then why the fuck is this line only <laughs> minus 165 for Tampa? I don't understand that. Like, is this a trap game? No, it's not because Tampa's absolutely incredible. Winnipeg Jets stink. Hate Mark Shifley. Uh, they're boring. It's cold in Winnipeg. The game itself is in cold, boring Winnipeg. Give me the give me the bolts on the money line. Give me the bolts on the puck line. Give me the bolts team total. Any other way I can bet this team, let me do it. I don't know. Braden Point's playing. I'll take Braden Point shots on goal total. Let's go. Yeah, this line is confusing. I mean, we also were confused by the uh, the Flames line in Vancouver, and they kind of got got screwed there. But I don't think the Lightning are going to do that. They've they've won two straight. Uh, they had a tough loss in Pittsburgh mixed in there, but they've won seven of their past eight. Winnipeg's lost two straight, six of their past eight. Tampa Bay has the fourth best expected goals for percentage over the past ten games. Winnipeg has the thirteenth worst, I believe. Well, yeah, thirteenth worst. So. Yeah, you got to go with Tampa here. As as long as Vasilevsky's starting, which he should be, he made some fucking incredible saves against Chicago. He made a, at least two goalie or save of the year candidates. So go, go with the, go with the Lightning here. Possibly look at the under. He could go to goalie game with Vasilevsky versus Hellebuck, but the the Lightning at minus one sixty five should be a lot higher. Yeah, I totally agree with you guys. Uh, some people call a fishy a trappy line. I don't believe in that shit. Um, book is. Are just respecting the Jets a little too much here. Uh, I know they've been playing better, even though the results aren't showing that. Um, they kind of took their foot off the gas in that uh, game against the uh, who do they play? They played the the, the Canadiens with that crazy four uh, nothing, then four four, and then eight four. Uh, that was a wild one. Um, but that that game against the the Rangers, uh, the Jets actually outplayed them for a lot of the game. It's just freaking just Durkin does his thing. Um, so I think that there's just uh, a little, a little love for Winnipeg, but, uh, you got to ride the, the big favorite here. Uh, even though it's not that big in minus 165, uh, he's the better team, much better team, even on the road, they're just killing teams. Um, yeah, that, I don't know what else to say guys, just, uh, ride the bolts. All right. Moving down to eighth. Oh, what takes out a jet? Fucking lightning, baby. Lightning in the sky. There you go, right? How did we almost let that one go? Uh, Moving down to 8.30 p.m. here. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. 
Uh, Anaheim on the money line is paying out plus 100. Chicago money line minus 120. The over under is sitting at six. Over paying out plus 100. The under minus 120. What is going on with Anaheim, man? Like, I know they haven't been that great lately. Goaltending's been a bit iffy. There's been a lot of questions regarding, you know, potential free agents. Are they going to end up sticking around? So that's got to be in the mind of a lot of these players. But still, to be plus 100 against the Blackhawks, man. I know Blackhawks are at home, but, like, does that really matter? What's Chicago's home record this year? 10, 15, and 4? Like, that's not great. I don't know. I'll take the Ducks, you know, money line as a road dog at plus 100. Also... I know goaltending hasn't been that great here, but I'll, I'll take a flyer on the under at six here. Uh, what do we got? Anaheim's 21st in the league for goals four, and Chicago's 30th in the league for goals four. So I'll uh, I'll sprinkle the under a little bit there too. Yeah, I, I think we, we got to be quacking here. I mean, Chicago already beat them 3 nothing, but Chicago's not playing well recently. And, and everything you said about the Ducks players with the trade deadline and re-signing and whatnot is, is going on possibly even more with Chicago, with Marc-Andre Fleury saying he doesn't want to be traded but doesn't have a no-trade clause. You could see Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, their future could be up in the air. Uh, Chicago's lost three of the past four. They had the one win against Edmonton, but Anaheim had good, good over, overtime win there against the Sharks. Probably should have won in regulation. Outshot them 36-22. Going on the road now, which, I mean, they're around 500, 11, 11, and 5. A little bit under, but, I mean, you said it. Blackhawks 10, 15, and 4 at home, so that's not a lot better. I'm not going to go with the under here because I've tried to fade both offenses before in games like this, and it just has not worked out. So I would lean to the over. Uh, Chicago's had three straight overs in five of their past six. Anaheim, two of their past three have gone gone over. So I would lean lean to the dogs here, Ducks at a plus 100, and also the over six at plus 100. Yeah, I don't think the Ducks have been playing that bad. I mean, their their core identity, I guess, has been their strong goaltending. They haven't been getting that uh, defense a little shaky as well. Doesn't help, but uh, the results haven't been terrible either. I mean, they beat Boston. They took the Knights to the wire in a close game. They lost 5-4, and... Uh, yeah, like you said, they all played the Sharks, beat them in overtime. Um, yeah, it's been hit and miss lately, but uh, it's a lot better than freaking Chicago. So uh, <laughs> I, I also don't understand why they're dogs. So I, I, I love uh, the Ducks here as well. And the, the over is a good look as well, given those uh, frailties defensively. And uh, yeah, speaking of people who might be moved, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, could be having some thoughts going on. About that, too, with uh, a bunch of teams looking at him. Cough, cough, Toronto. (laughs) Not a chance. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defied the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati bettors fell one game short. Unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on PropSwap, Prop Farmers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets, like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on PropSwap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. 
make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Um, all right, moving down to 9 p.m. here. Uh, last game on the Tuesday night. We got the Washington Capitals against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Washington on the money line is paying off plus 120. Calgary in the money line, minus 140. Over under is sitting at 6. Over is paying off minus 115. The under paying off minus 105. Uh, see, this is tough, man, because Calgary is going to be coming off a back-to-back. They're currently playing Edmonton right now as we are recording at 0-0, five minutes into the second period here. It's been a pretty tough game, man. Oilers have been bringing it to them. It's been a little physical, too, so the Flames might be a bit worn down. With that being said, I still love the Flames minus 140 here. The Caps aren't a bad look either, man, but if I had to pick two, I don't know. I'm starting to talk myself out of it, but I like Calgary on the money line minus 140. Uh, I'm right there with you. I think minus 140 is kind of kind of a low line for them, even if they do start uh, Darth Darth later on the back to back. He's been decent recently. He started. Uh, he's won three of or three of his past four starts. He's won so. And, and Calgary's not too bad on back to backs. They're six two and one in that situation. Uh, Washington in the past ten games has the ninth worst expected goals for a percentage. Calgary has the second best. So, Calgary's at home. There's going to be no travel involved. It's just depending how physical this battle of Alberta gets, which it could get very physical. It could be high energy there. The Capitals have been really up and down recently. I mean, they had the, that 4 nothing win against Carolina somehow. Then, then they beat Seattle. But before that, they were, they were really struggling. Lost to the Flyers, lost to the Rangers, lost to Toronto. So I, I like the Flames here at minus 140 at home, where, where they've been a lot better than, than on the road. I'm going the other way. Uh, you guys outlined the reason why. Uh, they are in a battle now, a literal battle, the Battle of Alberta, and they're going to be emotionally, physically worn down because they hate the fucking Oilers, and the Oilers are fucking giving it to them right now. And the Capitals are just strolling in there, and they're going to be picking off the spoils. Uh, they're going to be uh, like vultures. The, the Flames are going to be dead and dying on the battlefield, and the fucking vultures will come cruising in like the eagle on their chest and uh, eat them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i'm not a big uh, capitals fan here uh they don't have the best numbers like ryan is saying but uh they'll be good enough here to to beat a beaten and battered flames team all right that covers our uh tuesday state boys 11 games man that'll be and there's a couple good games in that mix so it'll be a it'll be a fun day of hockey tomorrow dude i'm excited uh now coming off an excellent slate for uh the tuesday we got two games on Wednesday. I don't know who the fuck schedules that, but that's all right. Uh, the time recording, we do not have odds, but we'll run through them, see if there's anything to look out for here. Uh, first game on the docket here at the 8 p.m. slot, we got the Washington Capitals against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, both teams we literally just talked about. Both teams on the second night of a back-to-back here. Oh, I don't know. Like, You know what? If Calgary wins this game tonight against Edmonton, I see the Oilers going on a little bit of a skid, boys. They've already lost two in a row here. If they lose tonight, make it three, and then get trimmed up by Washington, make it four, crush those playoff hopes goodbye, give me some drama, get the get the McDavid rumors cooking in the offseason. I'm here for it. Give me Washington on the money line. Let's go. Uh, Edmonton will have, have a day off. They're playing tonight. They're not playing tomorrow. But still, it's it's going to be tough for them going from uh, going just going back, back home to Edmonton. But... Yeah, Washington back to back. They're uh, three, three, and one on no days rest this season. I just outlined why they're haven't been good recently with their expected goals for. 
So I, I would lean to Edmonton here at home to kind of either keep, keep rolling after winning in Calgary or kind of getting back on track. It's, it's a good opportunity for them to catch the Capitals on the second half of a back-to-back. Well, Capitals keep rolling. <laughs> the Oilers <laughs> won't be recovered either. The Vultures are back in Edmonton. They're attacking and pass. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck, there's two games on this slate, and you pass on him. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, then finally, down to a 10.30 p.m. game on the Wednesday. We got the Montreal Canadiens. La Habitat du Montreal against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, I don't know, Joel. Finish this out here, bud. What do you got? Well, the Canadiens might be one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Uh, they keep winning these uh, crazy games. So, uh, with uh, super high juice there, but uh, you know, the Canucks are flying high too after just beating the Leafs, and they get a few days off here to come home and recollect themselves. And they're uh, making a strong playoff push. They're right on the brink there uh, of a wild card spot. So these guys will be uh, looking to maybe even uh, prevent. I mean, there's a lot of JT Miller talk going on. Um, again, Toronto's in the mix. Maybe it's just because freaking everything here is about Toronto, but. <laughs> yeah, yes. Toronto seems to be chasing everybody, and uh, maybe the Canucks. Maybe they don't want these guys to go. Maybe they want to prove to the management that uh, they they can contend. Maybe even that. Uh, maybe even win a playoff series. You never know. Um, yeah, I I, I got to take the Canucks here. The Canadians are uh, they're they're flying high, but I don't think that that's going to last forever. And I think the line will, will be a, a lot shorter here uh, compared to uh, the, the other big. Um, big numbers they've been playing with lately yeah I, I didn't realize how close the playoffs the Canucks are because I mean like they were talking about like trading like Besser trading JT Miller trading whoever I mean they could trade Miller get another good young player back and kind of load up for for either this e- even this season or, or next season I heard they want to get a defenseman to pair with Quinn Hughes it's probably something they're going to do but yeah, I think in this one you got to go. You got to go with the Canucks, but I, I like the over even more. The Canucks have played a lot of high-scoring games recently. They played uh, seven or eight straight eight straight overs, uh, thirty-eight to thirty goals in in that in, in those eight games. That's sixty-eight goals in eight games over over eight per game. So uh, yeah, you got to look to the over. Montreal's been scoring as well with Martin Saint Louis there getting Cole Caulfield back on it. So look to the over and look to Vancouver as home favorites. Yeah, I like everything you just said here, man. The over kind of has to be in play here at the way Vancouver's been playing. And, you know, you said it, you said it, dude. Montreal's been scoring goals, too. Uh, I think, I don't know if he's still out. I heard the Hamburglers on the IR or something. Did he get hurt? So they'd probably be playing Montembeau or Montembleau. Because uh, <laughs> the Hamburger's fat ass is just going to be sitting on the couch eating free McDonald's because he's fucking hurt because he's got a pulled <laughs> gut. Uh, yeah, give me, uh, I don't know, give me the Canucks, you know, like Canucks team total is probably looking good. Give me the over in this game, maybe Vancouver puck line, Vancouver regulation, although that might not even be paying off too much. Who knows? But I like the Canucks any way possible there. Uh, on a side note, Joel, what's, is Patterson starting to come around a little bit or what's, what's going on with him? No. Oh yeah. He's been uh, much better since, uh, Boudreaux took over. Um, especially lately, <laughs> there was that one game uh, against the Flames when he put up a hat trick there, one of his best games of his uh, young career so far. So yeah, Pedersen is is the real deal. He's he's uh, reverting back to his old self. That's good to hear. He like what was it two years ago when he broke in or three years ago? The guy was absolute stud. 
All right, boys, that covers our slates for the Tuesday and the Wednesday here. Uh, we'll move down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals. Uh, I don't know. Somebody read off where we stand here. <laughs> well, Talonly took a little dip there. He's down to minus 10.12 units. Uh, Ryan, he's, he's, he's swiftly racing up from the cellar there. Minus 17.19 now, so well under the minus 20. And myself, I'm uh, just uh, basically treading water, just uh, going up a little bit, plus 2.81 units. All right. Uh, all right, I'll kick us off here, whatever. Uh, for my luck, I got Calgary Moneyline versus Washington, minus 140. Everything I just said above here, I'm really hoping the Flames kind of, you know, buck up a little bit. They just scored on Edmonton, though, so, you know, that's that's good. That's good. That helps the cause a little bit. Hopefully they can, uh, they can win this game and come in strong tomorrow. Uh, for my dog, I brought it up earlier, boys. Arizona Moneyline versus Detroit, plus 150. The Desert Dogs on the road dog going into the the desert of the metropolis in Detroit. I don't know. Fuck it. I love Arizona. <laughs> Let's go. Fuck Detroit. They stink. Uh, Arizona's on a two-game winning streak. We'll see if we can ride that out make it three. Uh, Phil Kessel hat-trick market. Uh, for my total... I got the Dallas-Nashville under 5.5, paid off minus 105. Like I brought up earlier, I really think this is going to be a kind of a playoff-type game, man. You're going to see these two teams playing pretty hard, playing pretty physical. Uh, Jade Ottinger has been playing fantastic. And uh, UC Saros has shown that what he can do. You know, any given Sunday or any given day, I guess, he can uh, he can be a solid top-notch goalie in this league. So I like the under. I don't like the number at 5.5, but I still like the under. Who's that? Jay Ottinger? Jay Ottinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Otinger? Otinger? Otinger. <laughs> okay, Igor, you don't get to give me shit today. <laughs> uh, it's not the goalie luck, pronunciation uh, podcast. No, it's not. Uh, my luck, I, I was between a few here, but I'm, I'm going with the Penguins, minus 105 uh, against the Panthers. Panthers going to be on a back-to-back, uh, fourth in their fourth game in the past six days they're going to be tired pittsburgh's pittsburgh's rested three days rest so i, I like them there a lot at minus 105 i think it's a great price for them uh igor i'm going to take the rangers at plus 125 for my dog in minnesota i think it's also a great price for them on the road even minnesota's struggling right now my total going with avalanche devils under six at minus 105 kemper's been been great since the holiday break uh, Nico Dawes, assuming he's starting, he's been kind of been decent recently. So seeing an under six game there. For myself, I'm going uh, like that last episode. My lock will be against Towns Dog. Detroit regulation, minus 115. There's a chance we both lose this bet. So uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, my dog, I had the uh, the Senators, but I pussied out. Uh, oh, thanks oh to, Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan's freaking nerd stats a uh, little uh, shook me out of it. Um, but watch them win and uh, the Lightning lose. Because I got the Lightning minus one and a half at plus 145. Uh, yeah, just uh, taking the much better team there and hoping they uh, they cruise there and winnie. And my total is the the fade Toronto total, which is the Kraken team total over two and a half at plus 115. I mean, uh, the Leafs are giving up goals for fun. So uh, why not? dip right back into that profitable well you know detroit uh, and tampa are both going to win in overtime now right <laughs> <laughs> jack campbell's going to put just, up a shutout and that's yeah, just how it goes <laughs> uh all right consensus plays gentlemen uh i think we all like the rangers here no mm-hmm. i think there are a, a lot yeah rangers uh i think we all like the ducks too mm-hmm. um 
Tampa. Yeah, I like the under in that Colorado New Jersey game. No, right. not for me. <laughs> I'm not playing Devils unders. I think we're all on, on 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 Vegas money line uh, regulation puck lines stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Stars? Do we like stars? I kind of like Nashville in that, man. Okay. I, I do like yeah. the under, though. I like the under. Oh, another Tyler Toffoli goal. Yo, he's been red hot eh, ever since he came to Calgary. He's, he's, he's been a great pickup. Holy shit, that's nuts. He's always uh, great when he just gets somewhere, right? It was like the Canucks, he lit a fire, and then the Canadians, same thing now with the Flames, too. Beauty. All right, boys, that uh, that pretty much covers it here. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, tons of sick information. March Madness right in the mix. Massive golf tournament coming up here with the players. Uh, I think there's a pretty cool promotion going on there, too. So uh, go check out the golf podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, check out all the social media and stuff. You can find more information there. Uh, you know, USFL just announced their schedules today. Everybody's getting fired up for that. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world of football. Uh, and in hockey, man, of course, you know, got a lot of us here. We're, we're pumping out our picks, pumping out our shows, tons of good shit. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. It's been a banging place to be. Everyone's been having a blast throwing out picks left, right, and center. You know, we're uh, we're having good days. We're having not-so-good days. But we seem to bounce back pretty good whenever we have a tough goal here. So if you're not in the Slack group, get your ass in the Slack group, especially the Hockey Channel. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on right now. We got March Madness, uh, selecting Sunday, less than a week away now. We're going to have a lot of coverage for that. Uh, USFL, still a few weeks away. Hopefully the MLB can get their act together. we have some stuff there. But yeah, I mean, check out, check out all, all our content, basketball. We got, we got hockey. We got some NASCAR. We got golf. We got everything going on. And make sure you uh, subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. It's on Spotify. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey S. And while I'm reading off links, go to sg.pn slash slack to join the Slack group and join the hockey group and get in on the fun. And make sure you leave us a, a, a five-star rating review and subscribe to the podcast, just like a good friend Justin from the Slack group le- left on Thursday. Uh, five stars, quality, entertaining, profitable. This group of guys know what they're talking about. These guys devour hockey 24-7. If you're a fan, you need to give these guys a listen. P.S. Joel, MLS isn't that bad. Kissy face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Noted Vancouver Whitecaps fan or what? No, I, I always make fun of him for betting on that fucking league all the time. Of course, he was gone for Slack for a while, but of course, now the MLS is back, he's back in the Slack. So that's, <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough, man. Uh, all right, guys, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me at the store looking for a pint of vag to go with my wings. <laughs> Especially now that you're not drinking, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Peace.